Good evening, my party people. It is time for another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. If you enjoy this podcast, and you are able to, from wherever you are listening, leave a like or a thumbs up. Rate me whatever number star you want. Except for six, there are there is no six star. And let's get ready for another good old bunch of stories or rambling. Whichever I decide this episode. I'll see you in the Guard on Patrol segment. Sean, take it away. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. So, it's uh, Wednesday. It's hump day! Woo-hoo. Um, uh, let's see. To those whose birthday was between October 29th and November 12th. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. November 5th and November 29th or 19th. Happy birthday. My timing is just all off. Like, really. Um. Anyway. So. Yay! It's practically nighttime by the make by the time I make my first round. I don't need my sunglasses for any of my rounds anymore. <laughs> At least until time turns back again or forward again. I don't. I don't know what it is anymore. It'll turn one way and and it's like time change. Time change made it so I no longer have to do any of my rounds during uh, the bright parts of the evening. makes me happy because I could do my rounds uh, after uh, after it starts getting dark and uh, by the time it gets dark it's already 
I'm already almost finished with my rounds by the time it's completely dark. Change some shit around on us again. They love changing shit around on the garden. <clears throat> this time warrants it though. So one of the guards kept locking, uh, locking the gate every time he worked over overnight in the evening because my shift is usually from the afternoon until almost midnight basically and uh, because my shift is the shift that it is, I do the locking of the gates and all that. So the guard that was doing my shift kept locking one of the one of the people inside one of the gates. You can't get out unless you go out the gate. That made it so we have to knock on their office door to make sure they're not in there anymore which I don't mind doing because I know by the time I go to lock the gate I already know for a fact that they're gonna be gone so I just go over there tap 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 and then go on about my business. But see, I accidentally locked, locked her in the gate once. I felt bad for it afterward. I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck am I doing locking her in the gate by accident? And it is a her. So I'm just like, the fuck am I doing? We're fucking up over here. I'm fucking up. So I stopped. I stopped being uh, the one to do stuff like that. So I, I, if I see her vehicle out there, I don't touch the gate. If I see her, or if I don't see her vehicle out there, I'll be willing to touch the gate. But before I do that, I'm going to knock on the door and check for her first. I want a locker. See, I, there's two different there's two different sides for the gate. And one side I'm at right now. God damn it! One side I'm at right now, and the other side is the side that they use. So I just make sure that I I don't fiddle with their gate.
But yeah, I make sure I don't fiddle with their gate. Come on, then, gate. Come on. Move nice and slowly, you stupid fuck. <clears throat> I gotta lock this gate up. I'm gonna end this here and let, uh... Let y'all get to the main segment. Security stuff this time around. So I will, uh... See y'all over there. My party people. I'll see y'all there. Sean, take it away. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. So, I'm going to put this in here before I do the main segment. Or before I start the first part of the main segment. The first story. Uh, it's going to be from r slash tales from security and i'm at work right now so kind of makes it uh, a good combination but um yeah i'm doing this a little bit different because well i uh, missed doing it last night i was playing a game on my phone and lost track of time completely lost track of time and i'll be talking about that game next uh, next week on uh, the well I'll be talking about it on that segment once I'm done with all this really if I'm still here at work by the time I finish all the segments <clears throat> maybe I don't know haven't decided yet inappropriate things I saw during my shifts. I work almost 12 years as a security guard now, which most of my time in the security business, I performed store surveillance. I saw some pretty informative stuff to a lot of dangerous stuff but also nasty and inappropriate things this one particular instant instance I was working in a clothing store just doing my thing daydreaming also this was during the pandemic when I got called by one of the store managers she sounded quite shocked on the phone so I thought something bad had happened I rushed I rushed over to where she was and she told me two people were in the changing rooms for quite some time. She heard them making very strange... She heard them... 
you heard them making very strange noises at first and then told me the noise and then told me the noises turned into bad things rather fast that is where she knew what they were doing and she had dealt with stuff like this in the past I was expecting a man and a woman to be doing the deed in the room. But to my surprise, it was actually two young women. So I felt very awkward and didn't feel like talking to them. Knowing what they were doing, I knocked on the door and told them to immediately get the heck out of there or we would call the police on them for doing indecent things they quickly they quickly came out the manager asked me to lead them out of the store and also ban them now having experienced a situation like this we got to we got to talk about similar stuff happening with the store manager she told me that one of that that one time she had to clean the aftermath of a couple doing the deed in the changing room as they didn't have a security guard back then and also the cleaning crew would come after our after would come after opening hours to my surprise however these things happen a lot and I mean a lot so I want to warn my colleagues and as well as other people of being extra careful when using those changing rooms in stores. Also, clothing that are on display, most of them are being worn without people cleaning themselves. Especially women tend to wear clothes without underwear. The staff in, in the store would always warn me about this as they witness this on multiple occasions what are what are you guys' experience anyone else have interesting stories to tell first person in the comments has a story and I'm gonna read that story so I have a little more to this section of the podcast
I've done security in a lot of places, but my longest stint was... But my longest stint in one place was an office building on the edge of the local club district and had a public parking ramp. So I had the opportunity to witness a lot of shenanigans. The best was a couple who just got naked and had full-on sex in our parking ramp in our parking ramp elevators they are there there are obvious cameras in those elevators There are obvious cameras in those elevators. I was watching other cameras for a few minutes and then noticed sometime laying on the floor of the elevator at first I thought it might have been someone who passed out, but after a few seconds it was clear that it, it was clear what was going on. The elevators in question were just around the corner from the desk. I could have... I could have... I could have... baked them on the intercom. But instead I went over, pushed the call button, and the doors instantly opened. Scaring the hell out of the... out of out of them in out of out of the inflagrant company uh, a couple I've never seen people get dressed so fast I told them they had they had been on camera the entire time and invited them to get the hell out of out of my building they were they were parked in the ramp so I was able to watch them slink all the all the all the way back to their vehicle. I'm pretty sure they got back to business once they were once they were there. My first and only strike. I decided to share this little story from the early 1990s when I was working at a site that was about to go on strike. As it was my first experience with a strike, I was quite nervous when the strike finally happened. I was pleasantly surprised to see that everyone remained well-behaved and pleasant. On a cold winter day, one of the managers approached the strikers and said 
I have a pot of regular coffee. I have a pot of regular coffee and decaf brewing. Please provide me with a list of how many of each of or how many of each you need along with your preferred creamer and sweeteners. Huh. Interesting. So All right. That's pretty cool that that the boss did that. He's like saying out there, well, you're going to strike, but we're still going to take care of you because you're our employees. Like, yeah, they could have very well just quit instead of going on strike. Um, it would be so much easier for every one of them to just say, fuck you, I quit, and head on out the job. One person in the comments actually has a pretty good point. He said, uh, Wow, that kind of thing almost never happens during strikes. Usually when someone offers something out of the kindness of their hearts, some of the strikers go from being pleasant and well-behaved to violent and out of control. <clears throat> to violent and out of control rioters, depends, depending on the situation. In the circumstances plus whatever feelings and emotions that the employees may have I mean I suppose if, if you're looking at a certain time period, the person actually replied to them and said, uh, back in the 1960s and early 70s, I worked in an automotive industry factory and listened to strike tales from the, from the 1930s. It hasn't always been employees who were violent. Yeah. Throughout history, it was in the companies. It it was it was the companies and their strike strike breakers, like the Pinkertons, that would be the violent ones. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that uh that was a very um interesting interesting story and uh I can say this, 
I don't see that many strikes go on anymore. Like, people just don't strike, they just quit their job. And fuck the business up. Which, I mean, if you're pissed off enough to, you know, leave the job... And not interested in actually doing any strikes or anything like that, that's... Yeah. But, from the guard's perspective, I... I didn't... I didn't really see... Um, I, I, he didn't really explain anything from his own perspective, so there's nothing I can really do, really nothing I can really say in a security perspective. Just that you need to be careful when you're around strikers. If they get violent, or if the company you're working, company you're you're guarding gets violent towards them, you can really only do one thing, and that's stay the fuck out of the way and call the police, because. You'd be putting your life in danger, getting getting involved. Stay back, call the police, and start your report for your incident report. I mean, yeah. deals with people that take reserved parking spots that aren't theirs without getting too much into details I work at an office building including a parking garage with toll that regularly gets visitors and new tenants moving in there's a few a few spots on each floor that are specifically reserved and marked as such like the picture above I didn't see the I didn't see a picture above there's a supposed to be a picture somewhere yet randos will still or yet randos will still swing into them like like it's their spot I imagine it's because I'm standing in the vicinity of the spots you don't come up to them and but don't come up to them and tell them to move while it's not in my job description or tasks to make sure randos aren't taking people those people ugh. While it's not in my job description or tasks to make sure randos aren't taking those spots, I also don't feel the need to have to reiterate to people the sign that's clearly painted not only on the floor but the wall in front of the parking spot. So there's no excuse of, I didn't see it. The reserved spots are painted, are painted 
a specific color on every floor so unless you're colorblind and can't read I don't know how you got this far with a license to drive then when the people who own the spots come and leave a sign on their car informing them their car will be towed if this continues they took uh, they look at me as if I placed the paper there or something I've got better things to do than be a meter maid and on a side note I find it hilarious how they now take the time to read how they now take the time to read something but only when the threat of their car being towed is hung over their head see now I've never had to deal with that only because the places I've ever the places I've worked where I've, they've had reserved parking um, nobody ever parked in their parking space in, 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 the, in the parking space they shouldn't be parked and even if they did it again wasn't even my job to do anything about it like it was the same thing my job was to check the property make sure there wasn't no miscreants messing around doing something they weren't supposed to do that was literally what I was being paid to do on any every site I've worked <sighs> including this one I do rounds to make sure there ain't no miscreants trying to do something stupid and throwing signs or throwing things over the fence and causing all sorts of problems like that so I mean these are mostly short stories that I'm reading, but they've so far they've all been they've all been uh, interesting. Specifically, the first story was interesting uh, in particular. I know I didn't really talk about the first story, but. I kind of forgot to do that, and then I ended the that part of the episode, so I was like, well, fuck it. But I can say that, um, it is, it is a, um, it would be a real pain in the ass to have to deal with that all the time. So it's a good thing he that's not really in his job description. EMS treating security like crap. So I'm on my way out of out of one of the low income housing units I check and I see EMS coming I ask them what apartment they're looking for and then tell them where it is then I tell them I'll go with you because I have a master key 
and I can let them in if the door is locked. This particular apartment building used to be a high-end nursing home. So they have a passenger elevator at one end and an elevator that's big enough to take a hospital gurney in the, uh, at the other. So, of course, EMS goes to the wrong elevator, and I mentioned that the, the elevator at the other end of the hall will take, will take their gurney. They look at me like I'm the idiot and leave their gurney and leave their gurney in the hallway on the first floor because they can't get it in the elevator. I did not see that coming. So, we get to the third floor and they pile off the elevator and I have no clue where the apartment is. Which is not surprising because unlike me, they're not in the building every night. So I take them to the apartment, I step back, they knock on the door and and then they open. They knock on the door and then open it. As soon as they opened opened it, I said, "You guys have no fr- if you guys have no further need of me, I'm going to leave." One of the firefighters looks at me in the snottiest voice you can imagine says thank you so much for all your help someone in the comments first person in the comments says working hospital security was much like that except everyone hated you especially the nurses until of course they needed you one nurse made a report about my partner and I that regarded a serious negligence to our, of our duties. All because we couldn't legally search a minor that she demanded we should. Luckily, there were plenty of cameras that proved she had lied. Both of those stories. To both of those stories. Fuck those people and that are that are being dicks. I'm all for being, you know, letting them do their duty and being cool and all, but that's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous acting that way. You you don't have to make everybody's day worse just because you seem to have a problem. But yeah. I didn't lick anyone's face. What's up guys? Got a new got a new winery security tale for y'all. So 
Last Saturday, we had two women, both aged 40 plus, wandering around the winery around closing to around close time who licked multiple who licked multiple of my co-workers faces don't know why i would assume it was their way of flirting one of my fellow security officers had witnessed her trying to kiss one of the one of our employees and called him away from her and asked her to leave the premises at once for sexually assaulting multiple people. No one wanted to press charges on her, so we let her know she would just be asked to leave the property and nothing further would happen as long as she complied. She didn't. I got a call from another security guard saying she started becoming aggressive, so I raced to the scene with my boss and other security officers behind me. I came up and I came up to her and told her, "Ma'am, you are being asked to leave the premises at once for sexually assaulting multiple employees." Either leave peacefully or you will be assumed an official 602 warning. Issued an, an official 602 warning. She started yelling, fuck you, and sh and sh She started yelling, fuck you, and struck his phone while recording. There was, there was, see, grammar throws me off and then I stop being able to read properly. <sighs> there was the first contact of assault while her, while her friend stayed quiet, they didn't leave. So my boss began recording on his phone and said, this is your official 602 warning for trespassing on our property. If you fail to leave after I am done giving this 602 warning, you will be arrested for trespassing. Do you refuse, uh, do you refuse to leave? As he was saying this, I began to move closer to the quiet woman seeing how she would react. She didn't move an inch. This is, this is how I knew she had become a problem. This is how I be, this is how I knew she became a problem. She had become a problem in this time frame. Most people would start to back away as you close in on them. She was special. After we were done recording, we told them we are physically removing them from the property and into the parking, the parking lot to be arrested. We officially closed in on, officially closed in on them and started to put our hands up 
and push them toward the parking lot. Not forcefully, but firmly. The quiet woman takes her wine glass and swings back, aiming for aiming for my boss's head. The game was officially on. He gets her into a locked position with her arms behind her back and starts dragging her towards the parking lot. She's kicking and screaming and trying to do anything she could to harm him and any of and any of She's kicking and screaming and trying to do anything she can to harm him and any of us. While this was all happening, the more loud friend was following behind and was trying to block her from running back into the winery. And I was trying to... God damn it. While this was all happening, the more loud friend was following behind and I was trying to block her from running back into the winery. At a certain point, she tried to jump on my boss's back while he was restraining her friend. So I got in, I got her into restraint to stop her from interfering with the arrest. She scratches she scratched the absolute hell out of my arms I told her I would let her go as soon as she calmed down she didn't my boss finally lost control of the woman who he was restraining and she popped up from the floor started running towards her car screaming at the top of her lungs I'm going to kill you all. So I let go of her friend who I was restraining and pushed her as far away from me as I could so I could try and grab her murderous friend. None of us none of us could get her behind None of us could get her behind None of us could get her before she jumped before she jumps in in her jeep. She backs out of her spot, turns her car around and points it straight towards every employee in the winery straight towards every employee in the winery watching. She puts her foot down on the gas at full speed and starts driving it straight towards us. Luckily, everyone was able to dodge her attempt to murder. She realizes she missed so or she missed us, so she turns around and tries again for just the security team. We all jumped or we all jump out of the way again, so she makes a run toward the exit while almost taking out 
an entire family trying to get trying to get to their car. Exits onto the main road and cuts off a semi truck. Almost getting T-boned. She was gone. But we still had her shit talking. She was gone, but we still had her shit talking friend. And we told her she was not free to leave. She stayed until the police arrived and got arrested. Like I said, none of us pressed charges on her, but we did press charges on her murderous friend, who luckily was found admitted, who luckily was found at her home the following morning and got arrested and admitted to everything. We also found out this lovely woman was active duty Navy. God bless America, folks. Don't drink and try to murder people. <laughs> that's, that's, um, I believe I might have read this story before, but I wasn't finding anything that was long, so when you find something that's at least somewhat long kind of use it but uh i i have to say that this story um this story was interesting it was interesting the first time i read it it's interesting this time too. It was a good story and a good little tidbit at the end there. Don't drink and try to murder people. Yeah. Uh, that would be a case of somebody being too stupid to be on the damn to be in public. Uh, yeah. It's a fun little story. really only took me 11 minutes to read through so we got maybe one more story to go and now here is the final story of the evening it's actually from a uh, uh um guy in the in the subreddit that I actually uh, chat with chat chatted with for a little while and I honestly really like his stories 
I've read a few outside the the podcast, and quite honestly, he makes it more uh, entertaining than other people do. So I um, I respect him for that. Um, yeah. So. I used to hoard data. In 2007, I worked for an entity that received state funding for decades. And with state funding comes state audits from the state's fiscal audit team. These auditors will give specific specifics and list names a colleague of mine I was loyal to former police and peace officer had a state PI license was a master instructor for armed guards everyone in the agency already had common knowledge of his past successes he wanted to do his promotion inter- promotion interview with a wow factor. I hoard data. Any search engine I find, I type security guard, watchman, or any other name used on it used on us colleague told me he wants more before his pending promotion interview so I gave him a I gave him this scathing 1990s audit on our entity on how auditors counted counted beer cans, discovered unlicensed guards, habitual breaches in perimeter, some old guards, including his only competition, was on. He was flabbergasted, brought it to his interview the VP who was employed a few years after the audit informed him to keep the audit under his lid and the other interview turned into an interrogation my colleague got the promotion and his first order of business was to double check the recommendations in the state audit are satisfied that is fairly epic really I mean you're hoarding data that, that's that's a good thing uh, you, if, you, if you've got plenty of plenty of data you can help other people like you did here but 
at the same time, it's not something I would do. Only because, well, meh. I'm a lazy person. At least I admit to it, though. I'm admitting to being lazy. But hoarding data is a good is is a great thing to do, and uh, I don't know if you have enough information on something, you could help things for the better, or you could end up making things worse, depending upon your alignment. And I say alignment as in depending upon whether you like the company you're working for or you hate the company you're working for. <clears throat> it could be it could be useful either way. I'm glad that it's useful in a good way. As for everything else, well, again, I'm lazy, so I wouldn't do anything. But uh yeah. There's not a whole lot for me to say on that one. Good story. I enjoyed it. Thank you, bro, for posting that. That was over a year ago, but, I mean, Tales from Security hasn't really been active much this year. So. Thank you for joining me this this week, my party people. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the security episode. Um, I don't really have anything uh, in particular to say or. Really, I do, but I keep having to restart the outro because I keep fucking it up. So I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna say that, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and, uh, hopefully next week my, uh, stupid self doesn't, uh, doesn't go and see and, and, and get distracted by playing a game and become practically a whole day late putting out the podcast. We'll see. You guys have a good week and uh, I'll, uh, I'll see y'all next week with another security officers, well, it won't be another security officer episode, and I'm not restarting this, so I just said something stupid, but, I hope you enjoy, you, you've enjoyed it, and you join me next week for another Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean, my party people, I will see you next week. <laughs>